Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Josie and the Pussycats. I watched the second half of Josie and the Pussycats. And this is the other half. Is that one of their songs? Yeah, it's their main song. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. I really? I don't know. What would we? You think I know a lot? You think I was like, as a kid, I was like, damn, Josie and the Pussycats. Me as a little thirteen-year-old. You've boy? never come across the theme of the Josie and the Pussycats? No. Where, where would I come across it? On television. What? Where? What was it on? Cartoon Network. I didn't have Cartoon Network. Oh, okay, then. I yeah, didn't watch right. Scooby Doo. I don't know what this. The only reason I know Scooby Doo had the soundtrack. Or the, move, the, the soundtrack. The theme song of Scooby-Doo is because it was played everywhere and became like a meme. Right, right. Well, Josie the Pussycats is kind of everywhere, is it not? The theme? I guess no, not. It's, it not, it's not, not eternal like uh, Scooby-Doo, which is still being made to yeah. this day. Well, I mean, Josie the Pussycats is being made till this day. In a, in a different form. In a different form. <laughs> in a much different indeed. form. Yeah, so we, we have a background with the whole Riverdale uh, live-action universe. The, yeah, the Archie universe, I guess. Yeah, we, watched, we watched Riverdale. A lot. A lot. And we also watched the Katie Keene spinoff, which had Josie in it. It's true. Josie's um, the main character in that. Yes. And I then forgot it got canceled. about that. Yeah. How dare you? She was the best character She was. That. She was the most level character in that. Um. So we have... So it's very weird saying these Josie the Pussycats. Talking about Riverdale. It's talking lot. about they're from Riverdale. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's very interesting. Uh, did you see Riverdale in your house? No, no. They, there's only one mention. Well, there's a couple mentions of it. Uh, one of which is a... A bus pass or something from Riverdale. Yes, that's um, something that keep them uh, together. Keep them, yeah, keep them grounded. Keep them remembering their roots. Right, because they get big and popular out of nowhere, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, can you tell me the names of the three people in Josie the Pussycats? One of them is very easy. Josie, Veronica. Nope. It's not Veronica. No, Veronica is from Riverdale, but that's Archie's girlfriend. No, I know, but I thought it was no. It's oh, not. Valerie. Sorry, I was did you D. just look at it? That's cheating. Oh, sorry, my bad. Well, I already got it wrong. <laughs> what do you want me to do? All right, uh, and then the, the other one. Uh, oh shit! <laughs> it's a it's a musical reference. Oh, I don't remember. Melody. Melody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, that makes sense. There you that makes go. sense. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is a very interesting movie because of all that. But I do. I was pleasantly surprised by a lot of a lot of parts of this movie. I liked it. I liked. I liked this movie. I liked. I liked the plot. I liked uh, Parker Posey. C- certain characters. Parker Posey's fun. Love her. I like um, all Alan that stuff. Cumming. Alan Cumming's great. I don't really. That's the problem though. Is I didn't really care about the actual Pussycats that much. I felt like their story was a very. I was kind of surprised. I actually Real. really liked Tara Reed as as Melody. Really, I hated her. Oh, really? I hated. She was my least favorite. I I kind of thought she was very funny. I thought she did a good job, really? like like the dumb uh, blonde. But maybe it's just because I'm just so tired of seeing dumb blonde. Possibly. That I'm just like, oh, she's that. Yeah. And she just did her jokes, and I don't know. They just felt flat for me because they just felt very dumb. Very easy. dumb, low hanging fruit yeah. type stuff. Where I'm just like, oh, okay. I mean, also like I liked. minor thing but like also it seemed like they had all sort of kind of learned how to play their instruments and like when tara reed was behind the like drum set i was like oh it looks like she actually kind of knows what she's doing back yeah which is cool good acting yeah or knowledge i don't know um and then uh i don't think i don't think anybody knew how to play instruments until before um honestly the one that i was kind of surprised i was not like 
like Rosie Dawson, I felt like they gave her nothing to do. Yeah, they as, gave her nothing to Valerie. do. Which is funny because I feel like she's the one who's made the biggest, like probably the biggest star in this movie. I yeah, feel, from like going forward. Knows. Well, everyone knew Tara Reid at the time too. That's true, but I mean, like nowadays, like she's, I guess that's she's, true. Still, she's doing still around. Stuff. She's still doing a lot of stuff while yeah. like the other two. Uh, ladies have kind of faded to obscurity or like doing like smaller roles and yeah stuff like i don't know what josie is doing i thought she was good too though she's good like they're all good but i just didn't really i guess it was just such a generic group of people to mm. me it didn't feel like there was any like per- one standout personality they didn't feel like they had personality they just had like goals i guess oh yeah 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 um the only one who had a so, personality was melody but she was just kind of like personality was being a dumb line. and it was just like i don't i don't like this yeah, this yeah, is yeah. lame i'm um, kind of surprised they didn't like try to circumvent it somehow like she's a dumb blonde, but she's really good at some one thing that ends up helping she's them she's good at drums <laughs> she's very good at drums that's she's true. a good drummer and she's a good friend i guess she is a good friend but she- that's about it yeah and I'm, i don't know I, i'm just tired of that that feels very tropey so who did for, like, you like in the movie then oh i love uh, alan uh alan cummings character yeah he was great i liked uh parker posey I liked, as uh fiona i liked DeJour because you didn't see them probably no no they were great yeah um they come in later though oh really okay. yeah um i liked uh, uh who's it posey parks P- parker posey parker posey dang as, it as fiona. i get her name wrong i love her she's great she's she is probably the best part of the movie i agree with that. i loved it she was so great she's, um, she's playing this villain i hadn't i'd never seen before where she's just like childish and impatient like she was just so bored and annoyed by everything and i loved yeah, it yeah it was yeah. great um which is reflective of the consumers that she's trying to trick but it's but yes. yeah but seeing like the whole twist of like what the actual movie was about was very yes. interesting for me i really i how really do how that. the villain is consumerism and capitalism yes yeah but it's it's kind of funny because it's like poignant but also i feel in some ways it's kind of dumb the way they do it how do you mean well, I'll explain how they get to how, how they get to the actual like reveal of the whole plan mm-hmm. later on. But oh. I felt like it was a little contrived, maybe some maybe naive in some of its ways. It's oh. a good it's a good message about consumerism overall. I'm not yeah. gonna complain about that, but it felt very goofy to me. <laughs> it felt so goofy the that the movie it's like, is a big goofy comedy. Too. Yeah, it totally yeah. is. Yeah. Um, but I still love the idea of it. Like, I love the idea of this being in this movie about like oh. We're just gonna be about uh spinoff characters from Archie, mm-hmm. and we're gonna make that. Was this movie like any? Did they just pick like this particular side characters from Archie, and they're like, we're just gonna make this into? I think it was just sort of like, movie. yeah. I think there was because there was a lot of movies like this out at the time, you know. Like, I, mean, I guess this is kind of a parody of like even Spice Girls. Spice, Spice Girls, World, I mean, yeah, an American version of the Spice Girls, yeah. Got Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a parody on that. Yeah, ways. although it is funny because apparently none of the people, like I said, none of the people in this movie can actually play the instruments that they played in the movie, and I don't think that the woman who plays Josie was actually singing any of the songs. Oh. Um, but yeah, you know, well, you know, whatever. But, it's movies. But there's a lot of, like I said, there's a lot of, uh, to the point where I didn't know what the tone was originally when I came in. So yeah, I was I sort see of, that. I was sort of bored. I was uh, a little bit for my half the movie because I was just like. Oh, it's one of those like Lizzie McGuire kind of like, you know, like a uh, 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 wish fulfillment kind of movies where it's like, oh, we're just girls from a little town and then we got real popular and rich yeah. and powerful. But that's not really what the movie's about it's at all. It's not. It's like, it not. a little bit, but not really. It is. And I think that's the parts that bore me the most. And yeah. Probably, probably the biggest negative. But like it's the whole like thing you have with to Josie and Alan M bore the fucking shit out of oh, me. Oh, yeah. Like that was, I forgot he was a character. Yeah. I actually completely like, 
removed him from my summary of the events, and like the movie works fine without him. Yeah, he doesn't need to be in there. No. He's, he's kind of the weird wish fulfillment they felt obligated to put in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to like parody these stereotypes of a lot of these movies. But I just don't think I don't think they either. The, the premise is so goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still yeah. got to talk about the premise of the second here, but <laughs> the premise is so goofy that I feel like the rest of the characters don't live up to the goofiness of that premise, except for the villains. Except for the villains. But like you said, Josie with his with her uh, stupid boyfriend. Stupid boyfriend. Yeah, it's not absurd. It's literally played pretty straightforward. That is the biggest. So problem, and that's yeah. why it's it's kind of a weird juxtaposition that kind of I feel like doesn't elevate the movie and kind of lowers it a little bit. For yeah, me, where that's definitely I, the weakest aspect. Where of I was film. totally like, this movie got some pretty cool stuff going for it, but then some of the jokes didn't work out for me, and then I think uh, I think that the kind of the roteness of the romance the romance and just some of the side characters like b plots are just very yeah what's going on because i know i know that there's ellen m he's a, also a musician and then there's some skunk haired girl with the with the girl with the white <laughs> like stripe uh, missy pile yeah and then there's also some guy who dresses in clothing who dresses in clothing he's like obsessed with clothing ah uh, okay do you know him? What's his whole thing? Like, that, there's all these side that characters. That used to be his, like, they used to be their band manager, their old band manager. Oh, okay. He well, just, like, hangs around. Yeah, let me get into some of the plot deals, because okay. they, they do some interesting stuff with those characters. Okay. All right, so, the very first part of this movie, we're introduced to not Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, They're, what? We're introduced to DuJour, but the, not just DuJour. DuJour is a, a, you know, a boy band, very similar to, like, NSYNC. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it because they have casted seth green and the guy from scrubs really to like also to be in the band and they're there for a little bit yeah but there's these bands i don't remember them uh well no you don't because they're not in there oh yeah that's right uh so the, you start off with these george fans freaking out and they have a great song called backdoor lover which is a great just great that title. played the credits i'm like is this a song from the from the era like, yeah, uh, i don't remember this one no no no, no, no. backdoor lover it's their number one hit okay. everyone loves it which is funny to me because it, it implies Adel sex. That too. <laughs> but it also is a plot for kind of the movie in general, kind of an overarching theme of the movie of uh Adel sex? No. <laughs> yeah, it could be. But Josie and the Adel sex. <laughs> um no. Josie and the Adel sex. <laughs> It's been five days since you put it in my butt. <laughs> I'm referencing another song. From okay. Anyway, um, no. What I'm referring to is the back door of uh, subliminal messages, things oh, like that. Oh yeah. So it's a great title. Number one hit, and then it's revealed that uh, you know, great. They do a little show of the the tarmac of a plane, and they get in their private jet and fly off. They're going to do a tour. They're going to stop by Riverdale. To yeah. do a Riverdale Shine show. It's the first part of their tour. And I'm like, did your ears perk up when you heard Riverdale? Of course it did. Of course it did. It's very weird. It is, it's very right? weird, despite, obviously, it's going to be in there. Yeah. Um, But they fly in a Target-branded plane, which is the first thing I notice is there's a lot of product placement. In oh, yeah, there is. Like, I wrote it all down. All of it? I listed every m- mention that I noticed of product placement. I'm really? I'm going to to you at the end. Oh, my God. We're going to be here for like an hour. <laughs> Not if I go through it really quick. Dude, okay. There's a lot. Anyways. Yeah, look. There's my list right there. Wow. <laughs> that is long. All right. We'll get yeah. through that. Uh, I'm sure they're repeated for my half, too. Probably. Like Target. Anyway, Target, Target branded plane. Yeah. Um, they're kind of feuding. They're having some arguments. And then at the end, they're like, you know, hanging out. They'll be in buds. And they're like, hey, let's, we're listening to this track. It, hey, um, Alan Cummings, this, this sounds a little strange. And he's like, oh, it does. Let me listen. 
Huh, interesting. Well, I'll talk to you guys about that later. And then he goes to the front of the plane while they're flying to Riverdale. Right. And he says, um, <laughs> he tells the pilot to jump. Oh, shit, I forgot the code word. I should have wrote that down. He says a code <laughs> word that's a music reference. And they go, and it's very obvious. Mm-hmm. And they go, they jump out of the plane with parachutes. Is it a reference to like the day the music died sort of thing? Where it's like that that plane that crashed with all those... I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. Anyway, and he jumps out the he jumps out the plane with the parachute mm-hmm. with his bud at the pilot, and they just like, hey, that guy jumped out of the plane, and they land in Riverdale, and of course the plane disappears. Mm-hmm. That's why it says disappears. Yeah, what happened to the plane? Yeah, no one said they died. No, if they ever found the body, which is very weird. Very weird. Yeah. Um, but you're like, huh? Why did he do that? Why did he just kill all these guys? Very, very intriguing premise. You're like, yeah. what's going on with this guy? Very mysterious. So, um, you gotta, then you got the intros. Joe's and Pussycats are playing a song that looks all cool. And they yeah. got getting uh, credits and everything. But it turns out they're playing in a bowling alley. They're not doing like a nobody cool music Nobody could video. hear the music at the bowling alley. And nobody gives a shit about the bowling alley. Um, so they leave. They're all kind of sad. They're like, mm-hmm. whatever. They get bullied by some random group of girls. Uh, it seems to get to them like, man, we're never going to be popular. No. Um, and then what's that guy's name? AJ? Al- Alan. Alan. Alan shows M. up. It's like, uh, you know, I guess I shouldn't even talk about Alan. Yeah, let's. You know what? This will be a fun game. Can we talk about Joseph and the Pussycats without talking about we Alan M? Easily. All right, let's go we'll through skip it. Skip that guy. Sounds so they're great. so they they're eating breakfast, and uh, their brand band manager comes. He's like, "Hey, how the how did the gig go? Like, wow, you're a band manager. You didn't even show up. He's like, I got a lot of things to do. Also, I got these Dijour tickets. Ha ha! Isn't that great? And they're like, You suck, dude. You're like uh-huh. the worst band manager. And it's like, I thought it was. He has a the lady with him, mm-hmm. which is the one you're talking about. Uh, she is apparently his sister. To me, it felt like she was like a weird client that oh. was just following him around. But no, I guess no, they're related. doesn't do anything. Mm. Um, She's from the comics as well. Yes. Yeah. So uh, MTV, that they go to cut to MTV reports that a private plane just disappeared. Not the fact that they died. <laughs> just that the plane is, is gone. And Melody's like, oh, wow, they might not be dead. Let's hold a bake sale. Which is kind of her, her joke stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um. And Josie's like, well, you know what? Screw it. Let's go outside. And like, they got popular based on one song. We could do this. Let's go outside and play in downtown Riverdale. Mm-hmm. And which is great because they go, and it's just the most corporate town I've ever seen. It's like <laughs> big and bustling. It's kind of like, it looks, I feel like they base it off of uh, San Francisco. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like trolleys and stuff like that. Um, so nothing like the Riverdale from the TV no, show. No, not, not a sleepy town of Riverdale in mm-hmm. the TV show. This is like a bustling. Or like metropolitan, metropolitan city. Got it. Um, and there's just brands everywhere, and all these people are going shopping, and they're like, the thing they keep saying is like, uh, red is the new pink, and then when that gets boring, like, orange is the new red or something like that. It's they just keep going on the new trends, you know, mm-hmm. consumerism, right? Right. And that's how we're introduced to like the mall that they're gonna go to. Mm. The, mall. the mall. But anyway, they go and they play outside. Um. But before they do that, Alan Cummings is driving around being like, His ah. name is Alan Cumming. It's not Cummings? It is not. It's not? It is not. Why did, everyone, why did I keep thinking that? I don't know why you think that, but his Alan name is Cumming Alan Cumming. is like, um, uh, walking around being like, okay, well, I got to find a new band now mm-hmm. because the last band we had, we, I got rid of them. They're gone. Mm-hmm. So we got to find a new one. Um, and he comes up to the mall kiosk and was like, hey, check out, hey, man, you want to? You want to play a new song, Mr. Mall DJ? Which is funny, because malls have DJs. Like, really? <laughs> I guess malls were really big back early then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives up a song. Like, Here's the final du jour song recorded, <laughs> buddy. We want to play it? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he plays it. And then suddenly everyone acts a little weird. They're like, their taste for clothing changes. They want to buy more stuff. They're Ooh. like, oh man, I, I want to buy, I, I want to buy more Gatorade and all this stuff. Well, Gatorade, I'll add that to the brand. Yeah, list. there you go. <laughs> so, um, but then some like kind of gothic shit comes up. It's like, man, this music sucks. And he's like, oh really? You think this music sucks? She's like, yeah. It's like, well, I'm a music producer. I want to know all about like why you think it sucks. She's like, all right, I got hours to talk about it. And they basically goes downstairs and they kidnap her in a van. Holy shit. And then they drive off. I love like the weird over the top parts of this movie. That's the best part of the movie. And I don't feel like it does it enough. <laughs> I feel like I wanted to just go a little bit farther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. still got some good moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Josie's outside like a store. They're starting to play. And then a guy comes and is just like, hey, you can't play out here. Your stupid music can get in the way of like people shopping. Mm. We're going to call the cops. And they're like, he's not going to call the cops. So they start playing and then the cops show up. <laughs> and while they run away from the cops, uh, Alan Cumming just gets there and like kind of doesn't almost run over them, but like stops in the stop walk mm-hmm. uh, with them walking. And he's like, oh, a band. I finally found a band. I've been looking for any band. <laughs> And then he couldn't find one other band. Couldn't find one this. other band. Yeah. And he gets. It's, I love this part because he pulls out like a CD. Takes the. Uh, uh, um, du jour. The, 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 uh, yeah, he takes the. Du jour artwork out of it. Oh. And holds it up and frames them in it. And he's just like, "Yeah, this will work. What the fuck? This will work." And it reminds me of like Beatles Abbey Road sort yeah. of bullshit. <laughs> um, and so. They are like, okay, cool. I'm going to talk to you guys. So they meet in a Starbucks, of course. Of course, a Starbucks. Um, and. He's like, how would you ladies like to sign a multi-million dollar record deal? And they're like, you haven't even heard of heard us yet. He's like, like hmm, that's suspicious. Mm-hmm. And of course, like the band manager comes like, oh, what a percentage of this. He's like, fine, whatever. You can have a percentage. And um, they all have a meeting and they talk about like how weird it is to get this music contract. But they're like, who cares? We're going to get signed. This is the one thing we wanted. Right. right and they're right. like, yeah, all right. So they do it. They sign it. They're on private jet. It's now branded Motorola jet, yeah. uh, which is great. Um, and then they cut to the, the, you got everyone there. You got, uh, uh, what, her boring boyfriend's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band manager's there and his sister's there. And the band manager's like, you know what? I still don't understand why you're here. I'm here cause I was in the comic book. What? Nothing. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. Just That's like, cute. ah, we don't have any real I justification. I love when the movie's just like, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so then they make a pact. No matter what happens, we'll be friends first, band second. Mm-hmm. That's how it's going to be. Uh, no matter how big we get or if we flop and have to go back to Riverdale. Yeah. Motel between our legs. And then, of course, they have a makeup scene. Yay! Everyone's getting ready and fancy because they're big millionaires make now. Makeup, makeup, makeup. And they go outside and they see a big billboard in like the most commercialized Times Square I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't know how you counted that many ads. You probably had to pause it, right? Oh, yeah. Because this is just ads everywhere. There like Times Square already has ads. Somehow they cramp more in there. <laughs> like they took a picture of that and, like, Special effects artists, do your magic. Make more ads. So like, All Here's right. the other thing. Apparently, they were not paid a cent from any of the ads in this movie. Really? Yeah, what a waste of the opportunity. Well, no, it's because it's the point of the movie. It is kind of the point yeah, of the movie. Yeah, they did it for a creative decision. Hmm. Well, wouldn't they get wouldn't the ads they get They had to mad? pay for them. Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't they get mad to like have that in there? I mean, if they're getting money from them. I guess. Got, got it cleared, you know? I guess if you get They're it probably cleared. just like, hey, we put you in this Josie the Pussycats movie. They're like, okay. Sure, whatever. Whatever, I don't care. Um... That's so strange to me. I know. 
<laughs> kind of makes me like the movie more, honestly. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So they say they got a big billboard there, but it turns out Alan Cumming has changed the name of the band from the Pussycats to Josie oh, and the Pussycats. I was wondering about that because they, there's all this talk between uh, between Josie and Valerie, and it's always just like, why is it called Josie and the Pussycats? Why can't it be called Valerie and the Pussycats? And it's just like, why is it called Josie and the Pussycats? Josie doesn't seem like the kind of person that would want to name it after herself. You know? uh, yeah, she doesn't want. She's whatever. She just about wants it. to be part of a yeah, band. Yeah, she wants to be part of a band. Yeah. Um, so this but, explains it. But he says it's because. Bands with and in the name sell way more records. Okay. And then they, of course, counted out with like, what about the Beatles and the Rolling <laughs> Stones and like all that stuff? He's like, shut up. Those are all exceptions. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the reason they're named that, which is mm. interesting. Interesting. Uh, which is very interesting compared to how they handle Josie and the Pussycats on Riverdale. It's much yeah, different. Very different. Uh, where she's very much like, this is my band. Let's I gotta have my and brand. Yeah. These two things. Yeah. It's just funny. Yeah. Seeing the different interpretations of, uh, <laughs> of titular Josie character. and the Pussycats. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so now we cut to the owner of the record company, Parker Posey. Yes. Who we get the, she's like, all right, I don't care about all this, Alan. I'm glad you got a new band. I hope they do well. I got to give some foreigners the tour. <laughs> and this is where we learn what's really happening. Yes, what's really happening. So um, they are using music <laughs> so, to sell products. Yes. Yeah, so they go underground to this whole weird lab thing, and they're basically like, all right, so we just make people buy whatever the trend is. We constantly change the trend to whatever it is mm -hmm. through subliminal messaging. Through subliminal messaging, we do through a uh, through music. And yes. it's funny because she's like, here's a short film with Eugene Levy as Eugene Levy telling you about how this works. <laughs> of course it's Eugene yeah. Levy. Yeah. And he's like, we put subliminal messaging in rock music and because the government wants us to buy more different stuff. And I'm like, Yes, the government's in on it. The government's in on it? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, did you hear any of the subliminal messaging? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Do you it's, know who voices the subliminal messaging voice? It is um, the movie... It's the movie phone the guy. The movie phone guy, yeah. yeah well, they mentioned, like... they mentioned that in the movie. Oh, okay. They're like, is that the movie phone guy? Well, I wasn't sure if it was re if it yeah. was revealed in your half already. Because in my half, they reveal us the movie phone guy. And we're just like, what a reference. Yeah. Man, what a thing that like, what, just what a doesn't exist doesn't anymore. Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Honestly, what is the movie man guy? I don't know what he's from. What? I don't know what the movie man guy is. Movie phone movie guy? Movie phone guy, whatever he is. <laughs> Apparently you don't. So back in the old days, if you wanted to rent or if you wanted to buy tickets for movies, you'd have to call movie phone and then you could you could buy the tickets over the phone. Damn, I've never done this. Well, I mean, neither did I because yeah. this was all before the internet yeah, or that's not true. We were kids, you know. But yeah, back in the day, you could call movie phone. They'd be like, tell us where, where are you in the area? Then they would tell you what movie theaters in the area. Huh. Then you could buy the tickets like via that. Like old school Fandango kind of. Yeah, but over the phone. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Huh. And then Fandango came along and just completely destroyed just movie phone. It's like, well, we had to go on the phone? Get out of here. I'm using yeah. the internet. <laughs> Weird. No, yeah. I didn't know that. Because I, I was like, oh, that seems like something I probably missed. So it's like it's like uh, Nuvie back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Everyone knew about it. Everyone yep. used it. Wow, that's crazy <laughs> to me. Um but yeah, so that was the voice of subliminal messaging. Mm. Um, I think it's weird. It kind of makes sense to have the government do it, but I think it's kind of weird when it's not just like, oh, we just have a bunch of corporations do it. Mm. Um, but I guess if the government's in on capitalism, sure. Why <laughs> it just seems weird to constantly change the trend, mm. but I guess that's how you keep getting people More to buy money. different things. Yeah, plus they end up using it for other purposes later I'm on sure they the do. I'm yeah. sure there's more nefarious purposes yeah. later. Um, but yeah, so more stuff in general. That's what they want to buy. And they're like, oh, 
So what happens when the band, like someone asks like, well, what happens when the band figures out like what's going on? And like, ever wonder why rock stars die early? <laughs> well, we've been doing this for centuries. There's like Elvis dead and like pictures of uh, all, you know, the 27 club. Um, and <laughs> they say, as soon as they find out, you know, we take care of them. We we take care of them. In fact, we have an award-winning show all about what happened. It's behind the music. Behind the music, yeah. yeah. told you about, like, how this happens. That's so funny. And I was like, this, this is why I was like, all right, this movie's pretty good. Yeah, right? Before then, I was just like, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, because before okay. then, it's like it's, every, it's other... every other movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this whole part, of course, with Parker Posey in it, yeah. fantastic. Amazing. It. And she, like I said, I kills it. Her performance in this movie, apparently, I read up a little bit on it, she was embarrassed at first to be cast in the movie because she thought she was just taking a paycheck. Because she was, she used to be in a lot of big indie movies. Like, yeah. you mentioned uh, Eugene Levy. She was in, um, you know, Best in Show and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. really, like, indie, great films. And then she took this movie. She was embarrassed. And then when working, while working with Alan Cumming, she sort of understood what the movie was going for. And holy moly, yeah. fucking kills it. I think the thing is, she's mo- she's in on it. She yeah, knows. She, she played it really well. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Joseph Pussycats record a song and, uh, they have this crazy machine that Alan Cumming works with. He's like, all right, here's the mixing machine mm-hmm. and they play it back. But of course it has a subliminal messaging in it. Right. And, uh, so then immediately Melody's like, I want a Big Mac. And everyone's like, you're a vegetarian. Why do you want a Big Mac? Oh, because of the because thing. Because of the thing. But they're like, oh, that's weird. Whatever. Don't hey, that's the about thing it. about Melody. She's a, she's a vegetarian. Yeah. That's something about her. I guess. You know why she's a vegetarian? Because she doesn't want to hurt any cute uh, animals. Does she? Does she mention that? She does. She mentions that she's, she really, well, she doesn't mention that specifically, but she talks a lot about cute animals like dogs and stuff. And I'm like, I bet that's why she's a vegetarian. Okay. Yeah. See, there's some stuff there. Wow. (laughs) Really interesting, in-depth stuff there. Real character study there. Uh, Animal cute. I don't eat meat. You're giving the movie a lot. Yeah. You're giving the movie a lot. You're giving her characterization a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, So anyway. Mm-hmm. They pretend to anyway. They pretend to be nice about it. Uh, make it big on they make it big on the charts. They start going number one with their first album ever, mm-hmm. their first record ever, and um, they're celebrating their you know montage after that. And they celebrate that they got to number one. And Josie's like, anyone else think it's weird that this all happened in a week? Because <laughs> montage makes it sound like a long time, yeah, but it's yeah, like yeah. a week. And uh, you see Alan coming, pull up the phone, like, oh shit. And then uh, Rosario Darson's character's like, no, it's not weird. <laughs> and they just enjoy it. He's like, okay, cool. He puts the phone away, mm-hmm. which is great. Yes. Good stuff. Um, so then the bullies from earlier in the mm-hmm. movie show up, and they freak out like, you're our favorite band ever. And they're like, whoa, that's weird. We hate – they hate – you guys hated us. And but now they're is like, isn't that great? Like, people coming back from high school and, like, kissing your ass. Some people have to wait 10 years for that. <laughs> um, anyway, they get to invited to a party mm-hmm. for them to celebrate their success in getting number one. Right. Which is starting to show the seeds that some people favorite uh, Rosie more because Valerie – Rosie O'Dawson's character doesn't get an invite. Wait, Rosie? Josie. Rosie O'Dawson's character. Rosario? Rosie O'Dawson. R- Rosario Dawson? Rosario Dawson. I don't know how to say her name. I'm getting them confused. They both go at the same start. Rosario Dawson. Rosie Rosio O'Dawson. Rosie O'Dawson. Like Rosie O'Donnell. 
Well, yeah, and I mixed Josie as well, so yeah. it came out that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was this, weird. This is how my brain works. <laughs> okay, it just so smushes things together and hopes it works right. They Josie over Valerie. Yes, 100%. I'm okay. going to take Valerie now because... You're going to get sticky. fucked up here, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, there's also a, there's a character named Alan Ebb and there's Alan Cumming, so that also would fuck us up, too. But luckily, well, we're not talking about Alan Ebb at all. Yeah, I forget about him. That's yeah. it's very easy to forget. <laughs> so Valerie doesn't get an invite. Right. Um, but she's like, Racism. Hey, you can come. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. But she's like, hey, you can come anyway. Um, so yeah, then you cut to, um, Parker Posey to talking more about like, okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to do a big concert for Josie, the Pussycats next. Mm -hmm. And they're going to give everyone these 3d audio, um, like ears, ears, little uh, cat ears, little cat ears, but they're going to control their minds. Exactly. And they're like, they're thinking they're going to be listening to this, which is like cool music, but actually what's playing is this. And it's just basically, they live stuff where it's just like consume, consume yeah, uh, buy things, reproduce, rent, reproduce things like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's just like she keeps, uh, but it's there's this weird scene where she does this joke about like she's like, and you'll get it too. It sounds like she's gonna take over more stuff to the government people, the Pentagon, and he's like. I don't. I didn't get that. I didn't understand what you say. And she's like, I didn't say anything. I said this nice thing, and it goes on way too long. This is the the saddest part. Is it because, because she lisps? She has a lisp, right? It's not because she lisps. It's because she literally turns around, mentions it like, "Yo, get yours too." Oh, I see. I see. And I then see, they're okay. like, "What?" And it's just that classic joke. Oh, like, you didn't hear me. Blah, yeah, you didn't blah, hear me. And yeah. it goes on for like three minutes, <laughs> and I'm like, "This is not funny. Why are you staying on this joke for so long?" It sounds like anti comedy. Like it they're kind of does dragging it out. Yeah. Anyway, um. They stay at America Online Hotel, which I love. I, I love the, idea the America of this. Online shit all around. I'm like, what the fuck? 2001, baby. Yeah, man. America Online's gonna last forever. <laughs> uh, I would love to stay in that hotel room. Really. I know America Online Hotel, <laughs> crazy. Uh, so they're all staying. I bet there. like the the when you uh, um, ring the doorbell, it's just the sound of when you connect to the when internet. You connect to the internet, yeah. and just goes, "You got mail." And then someone <laughs> pops throws mail into your drawer. That'd or be perfect. Um. So Valerie's the... getting sad because she's realizing the band's getting weird mm. and uh, people care about stardom first, not their friendship. Uh, but then <laughs> there's this creeper that's been walking around the back. I didn't mention him earlier, but he finally breaks in the uh, melodies room. Oh, yeah. And writes in the shower, beware the music mm. or writes in the mirror. She's like, oh, my God, that's so scary. And then she puts a happy face. Oh, that's better. <laughs> that's cute. And I was like, all right. Who is that? Do you think the creeper? No idea. Mm. Perhaps it's the band manager or it's. um. It's it's got to be a band manager because her boy Josie's boyfriend's so boring or like not <laughs> yeah, boyfriend it would be would be that fucking guy I don't know. yeah okay anyway then um uh oh you know what it's probably someone from the first from the uh, I can't remember the name doesn't matter keep going Do Do Dozier keep going, Dozier. Keep going. It's probably someone from them and then uh uh boring guy comes back oh we don't want to talk, about, talk it. about that's it. it that's it that's okay right so they go to a party hosted by Parker Posey yes Parker Posey talks to them. And then they start to uh, everyone except for uh, Josie is starting to get suspicious about this whole thing. They're just <laughs> like, "What's wrong with uh, Fiona Parker Posey? What's wrong with her? What's wrong with everybody?" And so, why is she suspicious? Suspicious of her because she's acting so fucking weird. Like she she's does, a weird she start to act weird. Yeah, she's acting very weird. And so Josie's the kind of person that doesn't like you know uh, she doesn't really pass judgment on people. But uh, uh, Melody's like, I got a chill on my spine whenever you, we talk about. We talk about Fiona, and she's sitting on ice, which is why she feels that way. Mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, Valerie feels it as well. So Fiona sees this. Uh, Parker Posey sees this, and she's like, we're going to get rid of them. We're going to get rid of the other pussycats, and we're just going to have Josie be a 
um, mm, a, a, you know, a, a solo act. Drive a wedge between them. Exactly. So their plan is that they are going to put Melody and Valerie onto Carson Daly's show. You know Carson Daly. Yeah. Right. He's like a big music guy who mm-hmm. did this thing. I can't remember what the name of the show was at the time, but it was sort of like, hey, you put in a request for songs and we'll play it. We'll have like a studio audience. Right. That sort of a thing. So Melody and Valerie are going to go on that show. And while that happens, Josie is going to listen to a CD with the new single, a new mm-hmm. mix of the new single. But what's on the CD is actually subliminal messages, which tell her that she hates her friends. <laughs> I love how subliminal messages could be edited to be anything. It's, that's what it, it maybe it works. Who knows? Yeah, right. We cut back. Yeah, to, right, to man. To and Valerie, Ability and Valerie, and they're on the set, and they arrive there. They're just like, this set looks really fake, and like the cameras are just like cutouts of camera images, <laughs> and like the side is 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 like uh, made out of tape, and and Valerie's like, this is like really fake looking, and the Melody's like, yeah, I did. This looks way more real on TV, uh, and then. Uh, a black guy shows up calling himself Carson Daly, and they're, they're like, you're not Carson Daly? And then the actual Carson Daly shows up, and he's like, dude, you have to stop telling people you're Carson Daly. And then, and then And then they're like, whoa, Carson Daly, what are you, what are you doing here? And and um, he's well, like, I mean, aren't they there for the show? When well, they, they know but why this there. clearly isn't the real show oh, because okay. everyone's like, every there's like cutout people in the background. They're like, what the hell's going on here, Carson Daly? It's like COVID happened. Have you heard about it? We have to do this with a very small audience. <laughs> yeah, those are all people that will. That Twenty years here. from now, go on, this joke <laughs> will land. Dead in the camera. No, he's like, no, we're gonna kill you. Oh, and they pull out bats and they try to fucking kill Valerie and Melody and they just chase them around with bats. I like how they use bats instead of guns. Yeah, they just, I know, right? And so Nobody's there, just use a gun. But but then they would die. Do you really want (laughs) Valerie and Melody? No, I mean, but I'm just saying, they should, Carson Daly should get better at his job. That is true. But I love how many people are in on this. he just enjoys it, you know? He does it for sport. So he, so Carson Daly chases Melody around. They call him Carson Daly because he gets daily murders in. (laughs) Uh, he, He starts actually kind of like like falling in love with Melody, they're both talking about how much they like Lady of the Tramp and stuff. Uh, how does this? How does he that happen when he's trying to chase her with a bat? Because he's chasing her with a bat, and then she picks up some like spaghetti, uh, cut out people, and they're just like, she, well, they start talking because they're beating each other up, and they're both dumb. And so she's like, she's like, I always thought you were really hot. And she's and he's like, yeah, I always thought you were hot too. Bam! Hits her like tries to hit her with a with a bat, and then eventually they they're just like, what's your sign? And he's like, I'm. She's like, I'm a Sagittarius. And they uh, just start talking. Like something's that. never changed. Yeah, and then they cut back. What's to, her What's her rising? Is she, is she some Sagittarius? They didn't, they didn't right. Okay. That. But yeah, eventually she. Defeats him. She defeats. She defeats him yeah. like a boss, like yeah. a, like, a, like the end of a boss. She, she defeated the fuck him. Out of yeah, him. she she got the headshot, and he he she, she hit him three times. <laughs> yep. And then we cut back to uh, Valerie, who's being chased by this this random guy who does really bad impressions. In fact, one of his impressions is he does a Bill Cosby impersonation. Mm, yeah. Oh, a pudding pop. He says, "Yeah." He says, "You know who's funny, Bill Cosby." And he's gonna kill you after the stick the spoon in your pudding. Just like wow, this huh. age that like the yeah. ages poorly as the American Online Hotel. <laughs> so they arrive back to the hotel, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this hotel is themed like a nightmare. Uh, you know what? Sorry, I didn't want to talk too much about the branding, but it really shocked me. Genuinely, how I looked, they had a themed Target room. Yes. 
And I'm like, that's like the same branding they use now. I feel like they yeah, haven't the changed it. Yeah, the target branding is it's exactly weird the same. Because in my mind, I'm like, that's new branding. Mm-hmm. Man, they got me good. Uh, I don't yeah. know how, but I'm just like, that looks like new. That's like the only thing that looks modern in here. I'm like, oh shit, they still have that. Yeah. So well, how I, they never changed it? I think the stores have been modernized. Yeah, the stores the, have been modernized, yeah. but the branding but the branding's of like the always dog been that red Helvetica. And that red Helvetica. Yeah. And like, I really haven't changed it. I'm like, still feels modern. Still like, that, they really were ahead of their time. That Target, you know? Yeah. yeah still got Hopefully the they don't get rid of that. Yeah, they don't Fucking of Walmart got rid of the little smiley face replaced it really? with. Really? Dude, yeah. Wow. Have you not seen the new Walmart logo? No, I've not it's, seen it. It's embarrassing. Is it worse than the Rite Aid logo? Right, logo is right pretty logo bad. is pretty bad, but no, the Walmart logo is like I don't even know how to describe it. It it sort of just looks like a like a star, but not really. Here, I'll show it to you. Okay, it's this. Is, this is great. This is great audio content. See, it's like these. Wait, that looks like the that looks like the standard one. But it's not. A, it used to be oh, the smiley the face. Star. Okay, they really? got rid. They okay. got rid of the smiley face. You're right. They did. Okay, no smiley I face forgot the smiley face was in there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Is Amazon stole that smiley face and kind of like eclipsed them with their little oh, yeah, the smiley little face. smirk, the little smirk, that little smirk, saying like, "Hey, we underpay our workers." Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then Walmart's like, "We do too." Asterix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Melody and Valerie are right back at the hotel, but Josie's been brainwashed, and so she starts saying that it's called Josie and the Pussycats, not Valerie and the Pussycats. Oh. And you guys are just holding on to me you're just clingers on and you're all useless and then they go ah, and then they run away and then there's this big montage one of the best parts of the montage is um alan m is like oh i miss josie she's evil now and then missy Pyle, the girl with the black hair with the white streak is like holding on to him as he cries and i thought that was really funny uh but then josie accidentally breaks the cd player and she realizes she was being brainwashed the whole time and then she goes back to the studio oh, and discovers the movie phone voice. And she's like, I know what they're doing. They're trying to use us to sell products through sub- subliminal messaging. And then the villain shows up, uh, Parker Posey. And she's like, you're not going to, you, you know, you're, we've, we've got you, you motherfucker. Yeah. And they cut back to Carson Daly, who's on television, announcing that Josie's going to have a new show. And it's just going to be Josie. It's not going to be the Pussycats. Oh, no. It's going to be Josie. And it's really funny because Carson Daly's all beat up, his arms in a cast. <laughs> And then he's like, he's telling everyone like skiing accident, skiing accident. And he's telling everyone like, no, he's he's hawking those uh, cat ears. And oh, he's like, yeah. I love him so much. I bought two. And then you see him trying to put another <laughs> set of cat ears it's on, good. even though he only has one arm that can be used. It's great. And so uh, Josie uh, is, is she's backstage at the things she's about to perform at. She now knows what the plan is. And uh, she's uh, she's talking to Parker Posey, and Josie's like, "Look, I said forget it. All right, now find yourself another girl." <laughs> yeah, you see, I would, but everybody's already here. What like, does that mean? It's all set up. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, she's just so upset that she has. She's just like, "I would find another person." But this is too much but work. It's too late now. Yeah, I just love that. And so she, Josie's like, "I'm not gonna perform." What are you going to do if I don't perform? And then she's like, well, I have your friends here. And she brings out Valerie and Melody. And then she reveals a car. It's a car uh, behind some 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 curtains. And then Melody's like, oh, we got a car. And then, and then uh, 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 Parker Posey's like, no, you didn't get a car. And then Melody's like, you got a car. She's like, nobody got a car. Here's what we, what's going to happen. We're going to put you girls into that car, and then we're going to fucking kill you. And she plays a pre-recorded news clip from MTV News saying that the two other uh, pussycats have died in a horrible car accident, fiery car accident. I love this absurdist like conspiracy it's, theory that's just gone all the way. It's 
fucking great. Yeah. And then there's this uh, one bit where uh, uh, they're like, okay, Josie, if you, what do you choose? Do you choose your friends or uh, do you want to not perform for the audience? And Josie's like, I guess I got to perform. And then Melody's like, you, you actually really like us. You actually, you, you are friends with us. And then Josie says, you guys, but you've got to believe me. If I could just go back in time, I'd take it all back. That'd be cool. If I could go back in time, I'd want to meet Snoopy. No, I don't know, man. This is great shit. Come this on. This is dumb. This is great it's shit. Dumb. I love it. So then, suddenly, DuJour shows up. And they're all bandaged up. And they've got, like, uh, and, like the one guy, the front man, just has, like, he's, like, bleeding and he's got a black eye. But all the rest of them, including, you didn't mention one guy had a monkey, apparently. Oh, yeah. Th- there's a monkey thing in the back. The, the monkey is in a is also uh, in a full body cast. That's pretty good. Everyone's in a full body cast. So you can't see him, right? I don't know who they are okay. except for the main singer guy okay. from DuJour. And he's like, uh, he's like, I'm the one who left the message in the bathroom. Yeah, I got it. It was him. You're right. You got it. And then they're all bandaged up, and they're like, "I thought you guys died. We, you, the plane went down." It's funny because like the news report says, "I don't know if they died," but then everyone is just like, "Oh, they're dead. They're probably dead." So they explain that they say that we managed to land the plane just fine. Unfortunately, it was in the parking lot of a Metallica show, and then the fans beat the crap out of us. <laughs> Which is why they're all bandaged up. Not because <laughs> you thought they bandaged up because the the plane crashed, but no, no that's pretty good. Metallica fans, and so this gives Josie enough time to escape from the stage and free the pussycats, and then they destroy the subliminal messaging device. And the message that they wanted to send out was that Parker Posey was just cool. Uh. Parker Posey just wanted to be cool, and it is revealed that Parker Posey was bullied as a kid in high school, mm. and then she went to high school unknowingly. With Jim Cumming, who was also bullied in high school, uh, and so they, they both reinvented themselves. I want to just mention that Ravenhill got some sweet concerts. They got a Metallica concert <laughs> and a DuJour concert going on around the same time. And that's where Josie and the Pussycats are from. That's, that's a lot going I on know. in Riverdale. Pretty great. It's a very similar show. <laughs> Everything happens there for some reason. And then the U.S. government shows up. And then Josie's like, they're trying to create an army of mindless teenagers that buys things and controls their thoughts. And then the government guy's like, they what? <laughs> and then they get to Parker Posey, who's like, oh, come on. You knew this from the very beginning. <laughs> That's pretty good. And they're like, I love, them try- too. I love them trying to play it off. Like, what are you talking about? It was great. And then they say. This is great until you start doing bad stuff. That is not great. <laughs> that is that not just gr- very, very government. Well, that's what they say. They're like, we were actually going to shut your whole production down anyway. We were going to, after this Josie and the Pussycats concert, we're going to shut this all down. Because we realized it's a lot easier to brainwash people through movies. And <laughs> then a title card pops up saying Josie and the Pussycats is the best movie ev- ever. And then below that in red, red font, it says join the army. <laughs> All right. That's pretty great. That's pretty good. Incredible. It's like, this is, just hit me. This is like, this is like another, like it's in the same sort of field as like a. Um, Airplane Naked Gun. I was going to say Austin Powers. Like, it's playing, like, metatextual jokes here. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great shit. And then they perform, and she's like, I'm going to play music for you, and if you like it, that's great, and if you don't, that's fine, too. But you have to decide for yourselves. And then they play a song, and then everything works out, and it all works out, and then there's bloopers. And the bloopers fun? The bloopers are great! Yeah, It looks like they had a lot of fun uh, behind the scenes as well. Yeah. movie's great. 
Yeah, I think this movie's pretty good. Yeah. Definitely surprised me. Very much so. Not not definitely some aged parts. I think maybe not even like aged parts as like this is offensive, but like aged parts as in like just the way movies were made back then. That's true, yeah. Uh, with tons of montages. And it just again felt like one of those like crossroads type movies. It does but that's the thing, it's almost like making fun of those too. Yeah, so it kinda gets away with it, but then it also makes fun of it and does the same thing. Yeah, which sometimes it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. I loved all the product placement. I loved all the product placement. Like you Revlon ready? and Target and Coke and Entertainment Weekly and Streetwear and Mr. Peanut and Bud Light and Pringles and Red Bull and AOL Online and Kodak and Barney's New York and USA Today and Puma and Bounce and Starbucks and Chips Ahoy and Steve Madden and Abercrombie and & Fitch and Sega and Adidas and Tidy Cat and Acoustic and IDK and Ford and Advil and MTV and Samick and Double Bubble and Crest and Snickers and Diesel and Billboard and Led Zeppelin and Subway and Hello Kitty and Krispy Kreme and Motorola. I love all that love shit. Love all of them. <laughs> I counted about six of those that are no longer around. <laughs> or at least I haven't heard of. Yeah. So I'm going to assume they're not around. What was... I'm going to ask you this at the very end, but first I want to do the plugs and then I want to okay. ask you this. Is all there right. anything else you want to talk about with the movie? Um, No, I think if you... It's on HBO Max. Go watch it. It's on HBO Max. If you haven't seen it before, maybe curious about like those types of movies, you're going to get another one of those, but with some great twists that keep it fresh, yeah. keep it interesting. Um, but yeah, I think I think I was pleasantly surprised by this. Me I too. like thinking of it as a baby they live. A baby they live? Or they live for, they live for ladies. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I like that. That's yeah. cute. Um, yeah, guys, if you like this movie, please reach out through email. Email us at the email at com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you want to listen to our previous episodes, you can find them on any podcatching app. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show, no matter what it says, even if it is the lyrics to the Josie and the Pussycats movie. Or yeah, if it good. has product placement in it. Ah, there you go. Speaking of which, Ethan, what is your favorite product placement in the movie in a movie ever in this movie oh in this movie yeah what's their favorite use of product placement in the film because i have one in my head that's like perfect um the only one i can think of is the krispy kreme where they like throw donuts on the table like ah oh, donuts and it's just krispy kreme donuts <laughs> that's pretty great um but i don't know i i honestly just like the new york with just the amount of product places just All so over the place overloading Times Square, a place that's notorious for just tons of advertisements of, of already. They already put in more. So just put yeah. in more somehow. Like, yeah. I like that a lot. That was fun. Um, oh, no. What I liked, there we go. Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> there was a Sega Dreamcast hanging out there in the mall, and I'm like, man, this yeah. is definitely from 2001, because that did not last. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think, I don't think I feel Sega like, had the money to pay for that. No, yeah, <laughs> definitely not. They were begging for people like, to advertise. Oh, please, that. please, please. Please buy Seaman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my favorite product placement in the movie is there's a fight scene that takes place at the end of the movie. Uh, Melody's beating up a bunch of guys, and there's one shot from above where she's kicking one guy in the chest or whatever, and they're fighting over an, <laughs> they're fighting over uh, the the branding of Advil. Oh, like Advil is on the ground, and I'm like, why would anyone put the Advil branding on the ground? But it's perfect for the shot. It's perfect for the shot. It was great shit. I was like, that is good direction. That's right what. There. It, that's when the movie is at its best is when it's doing stuff that doesn't quite make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's when it's my favorite, where it's absurd and yeah. 
I I wish there had been more of these, honestly. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I felt like it was a pretty big hit at the time too, I don't think wasn't it? Was. it? Really? I think this movie made I, no I money. I remember a lot of people talking about it. I'm I think look it up. I think it's I, well, I think it's gotten a sort of a second wind. I think people are talking about it more now, See, but I think at the, at the time, even at the time, I remember it being quite popular. I really? Thought. I don't know. Let me check. Let me check the numbers. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah. Let's see if this movie. No, made no, you're money. right. It was a bomb. Yeah, it was a massive 22 bomb. Twenty-two to thirty-nine million yeah. box office was fifteen million, so lost about half, not including everything else. That sucks. Uh-huh. I guess that's probably why. Yeah, I guess. But it now it's all back. Like Mondo just released a bunch of shit for this movie, like new posters and T-shirts. Yeah, the, at the bottom. Super yaki. At the bottom of this Wikipedia entry, it's definitely got a cult status section. So, yep. and that started coming up with like in 2017. It looks like it started to. Yeah, a lot come of back. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot of that probably started with like nostalgia. But I, I didn't grow up with this, and I love it. I love this movie. I'm a supporter. That's the weird thing about cult status is like, is it nostalgia? But it's also, there's definitely a quality there. Because there's definitely a lot of things that like, oh man, this is really good. Let's have some nostalgia for it. Yeah. There's no cult status for like the page master. No. Or the, well, does the Goonies count as a cult movie? I feel like it's just a popular movie. I think that's just a popular movie. It's always been a popular movie. Because that's, that to me, I feel like Cult movies usually like it flew under the radar at the time. Yeah. Uh, Oh, like the, uh, like Iron Giant. The the craft. The craft. The craft is the craft. Or is it the croft? What I, the croft is that play that restaurant. Yeah. The craft, yeah, the witch movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, one yeah. of those cult movies that like didn't do super well at the time, but people were, like who did see it like liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now it's big again. And now it's big again, just yeah. like Josie and the Pussycats. That's it all right. comes back around. If you were in Josie and the Pussycats, what instrument would you play? <laughs> uh, I guess guitar. Yeah, you can't play the guitar. Because I can't play guitar. What about you? I can't play any instrument, so I guess I'd have to be the Josie character. She plays the instrument though. Does she? Yeah, oh she yeah, plays she guitar. Does, she? Mm. She's very talented. That's the thing. Three three people bands. Tough to come by. That is very true. And three people talented. bands that actually perform instruments and stuff. Really tough to come by. So yeah. tough to come by. I didn't cast any in this movie. Yeah, I guess yeah, that's true. Well, well, there you go. Good night, everybody. <laughs>